Hari Om children, how are you? How was your week? Was it nice? It must have been nice. Now today, we are going to listen to a story which is going to be a little sad. But I promise you one thing, the ending will be happy. Okay? So don't get too sad, just listen to it. Now before we start the story, what do we chant? Shri Krishna Govind Hare Murari He Nath Narayan Vasudeva With a smile and with a sway. Okay? Again. Shri Krishna Govind Hare Murari He Nath Narayan Vasudeva Shri Krishna Govind Hare Murari He Nath Narayan Vasudeva Shri Krishna Govind Hare Murari He Nath Narayan Vasudeva He Nath Narayan Vasudeva He Nath Narayan Vasudeva we are listening to the stories from the Suryavansh, Ikshvaku and right now we are talking about the Gurus. Two mighty Gurus, Guru Vashisht and Guru Vishwamitra. Guru Vishwamitra right now has not yet become fully Vishwamitra. You know what is the meaning of Vishwamitra? Vishwamitra means the friend of the entire world. Is he the friend of the entire world right now? No. Because he is fighting with Guru Vashisht. <laughs> okay. So he is in the making. From a bad person you can become a good person. It's very easy. We can become whatever we want to become. And Guru Vishwamitra teaches us that. So last time he lost his powers again. Right? Where? Because he wanted to take Trishanku to heaven. Again his powers became zero. But he never gave up. That is the best part about Vishwarath or let's call him Vishwamitra only so that we don't get confused. Vishwamitra, that he never gives up. He says, I'm going to try again. And thinking that, he again went into a dense jungle, children. And he sat down on a tall rock so that nobody disturbs him. And he sat down again in deep prayers. He sat down, crossed his legs, joined his hands and eyes were closed and he controlled his mind and he started chanting Om, Om, Om. Soon he stopped chanting also because he got so engrossed in his prayers that suddenly he lost track of time. Everything around him was not existing for him anymore. And days went by, weeks went by, many years went by, children. Almost say 10, 20, 30 years maybe. And he kept sitting there and praying. People did not know where he was because he was in a dense jungle, deep inside the jungle. Near the jungle was a very big city. And that city belonged to Raja Harishchandra, Satyavadi Raja Harishchandra, because he never lied, he never broke his word, he was always truthful, he was always kind, he was generous and had a heart of gold. His wife's name was Shevya. 
she was also very kind and loving and they had a little cute son his name was rohit children they owned the entire world they had palaces everywhere not only that they could actually go to heaven whenever they wanted yes and visit heaven spend time over there and come back just imagine having a holiday in heaven wow isn't it and they would do that rohit as a child had everything that he wanted the riches of the world he had the toys the food everything he desired and demanded and shevya never had to walk much she was always carried on a beautiful palki and wherever she went velvet things velvet cloth was put on the floor such was the glory and luxury one day it so happened that wild boars you know wild boars right they came into the city and they were destroying the city and all the farmers came for help and raja harishchandra said don't worry me and my soldiers ourselves will tackle this problem and drive the boars away so he got on his horse and went tablik 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 gallop 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 and he went 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 chasing the boar 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 from here to there there to there there the boars were very very fast and all the soldiers after every boar and raja harishchandra was left alone but he did not stop he went deep into the jungle it became dark and the jungle was dense and the snakes were hissing and the fox were going ooh wolves were going ooh lions were roaring but raja harishchandra was brave he kept chasing the boar he did not get scared he did not stop but suddenly out of nowhere there was a shrilly sound shrilly shout actually it went help help and raja harishchandra looked around he said who is this it looks like a sound of a woman and again the shrilly sound came help oh my god raja harishchandra said i need to help this lady what is the problem he stopped chasing the boar and he started following the voice again he was waiting for the voice to come again and again out of nowhere came the sound help help again it was a man's sound oh my god two people somebody is in deep trouble save us save us they going to kill us kill us don't let us die and raja harishchandra rode with speed of lightning to save them and he came to a dense part it was dark it was scary and then he slowly moved the bushes he slowly moved the trees and behind the trees what did he see he saw that there was a opening suddenly the trees were not there anymore there was a big big long tall small tiny mountain but a big big rock whatever you want to call it and on top was sitting a sage the sage had long nails his white beard was flowing he was sitting in deep meditation his eyes were closed and raja harishchand looked and he joined his hands you're never supposed to disturb the prayers of a sage or a devotee and he did not want to so he was very quiet he was just looking left and right and trying to figure out where the voice was coming from and then suddenly there was a shrilly shout help oh my god it was coming from where the sage was sitting so raja parikshit oops raja harishchandra 
dropped what he was doing and he ran towards the sage slowly he got on top of the rock and he looked around there was nobody but then suddenly something took control over his body and his hands started moving without his permission and they shook the sage oh my god you the sage woke up his tapasya 10 years long was broken or 13 years long or 30 years long it was long right raja harishchandra did not know the tapasya was broken he opened and he looked he was so angry he said you disturbed my penance and suddenly there was a laughter <laughs> all the demons who the sage was trying to control and destroy escape from within and they said we win we win vishwamitra we win <laughs> saying all the demons went away Oh my god raja harishchand realized that he had made a very big blunder he touched the feet of the sage he fell down he said i'm so sorry i do not know what happened there was a shrilly sound there was calls for help uh, hence i came and i did not intentionally move you something moved my hands vishwamitra said stop it You know I have been trying to destroy these demons who have been haunting this jungle for so long and you disturbed me you should be punished oh please said raja harishchandra don't punish me i know i made a mistake i am willing to atone for it tell me what can i give you tell me what is my what should i do and vishwamitra said you need to be punished he said no i'm really sorry my guru guru vashishth has really taught me well i would have never made this blunder and suddenly vishwamitra said oh so your guru is guru vashishth ha so you are the disciple of guru vashishth okay he said when the time is right i will ask for something right now you may go before i burn you and the sage asked raja harishchandra to go away raja harishchandra went away and there in his palace he started preparing for a great yagna it was a great prayer for the world peace and the preparation was going on and guru vashishth was not there because he had gone for a couple of years to do his own tap and prayers you know sages need to be in isolation sometimes to pray and connect to god he went away so all the preparation was taking place harish chandra shavya rohit everybody was helping when suddenly in the middle of nowhere guru vishwamitra appeared and when guru vishwamitra appeared raja harish chandra again touched his feet he made guru vishwamitra sit on his own throne and said tell me guru how can i help you you have come to my palace tell me what can i do I hope you have forgiven me for my fault for what happened in the jungle. Yes, yes. I have forgiven you said Vishwamitra. But you remember Raja, you promised that you will give me anything I ask for. Oh yes, Raja Harishchandra said, what do you want? Do you want cows, land, cattle? Tell me, tell me, tell me, do you want some riches? Do you want samagri for your puja? Do you want material for your ashram? What do you want, Guru? Guru Vishwamitra said listen i want everything that belongs to you each and everything your land your palace your kingdom your belongings your treasury everything everything will be mine from now on raja harishchandra looked he said really okay 
You can have everything, Guru, as it is. Everything belongs to God. Who am I to give it? May it be yours. Saying this with a smile on his face, he took some water in his hands and chanted some mantra of promise and said, From here on, henceforth, you are the king. I don't own anything at all in this kingdom or whatever belonged to me is yours now. Guru Vishwamitra was still not very happy. He said, You liar! You said everything is mine! But still you have not given me everything. What have I not given you, Guru? The clothes you are wearing, the jewellery, your crown, your shoes. Here, wear these tattered clothes, you and your family. And then I will consider everything given to me. Raja Harishchandra said, no problem, my dear sage. And all three of them went and changed into tattered clothes. Just imagine, children. The king of the world, the queen of the world, Rohit, who had wardrobes and wardrobes full of clothes and toys, suddenly was wearing a piece of tattered clothes. But nor Harishchandra, neither Shevya, nor even little Rohit said anything. They were all still smiling with their hands joined. They said, we have given you everything, Guru. Now we'll go because now this palace is not ours anymore. When they said this, all the citizens started crying. They said, oh, our king, please don't go. Who is going to take care of us? You're such a great king. Oh, queen, oh, dear Rohit, where will you go? Your legs are so tender. You are so small. The climate outside is so harsh. Please don't go. Don't go. Stay with us. Stay with us. You can come to our home. But Vishwamitra said, no. The other thing I want is you will not stay in a place where people know you. You have to go to a place where nobody knows you. Oh, the citizens said, why are you so harsh to them? What have they done? Vishwamitra said, I am not. No, 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 said Raja Harishchandra. You are not harsh, dear sage. It's okay. We promise we'll go to a place where nobody knows us. We'll make sure we do that. And they turned about to walk away from the palace into the unknown. But Vishwamitra stopped them. And he said, listen, you have given me everything. But where is my Dakshina? Dakshina? Raja Harishchandra said, I don't have anything left. I gave you everything. Even the jewels and the rings and the crown. Even my fine clothes. Even my... Even my slippers, everything I've given, I don't have anything at all. What can I give you in the form of Dakshina? Hundred gold coins is what I want. Hundred gold coins? Where will I get it from, Vishwamitraji? Okay then, said Vishwamitra. Then consider your promise broken. You have defamed your lineage. You have defamed your ancestors. You keep saying, right? We keep our word. We keep our word. You have broken your word. No, 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 said Raja Harishchandra. Not yet. Give me a week's time. I will try my best. I promise I'll keep my word and I'll arrange for 100 gold coins somehow. Okay, so be it, said Vishwamitra. Make sure in a week's time, 100 gold coins are ready. Raja Harishchandra, his family, Shevya and Rohit, started walking out. Everybody was crying. Everybody was sad. Rohit turned back. His little eyes looked at his home, the place which was once his home. 
but he did not say anything to his mummy papa because he did not want his mummy papa to feel sad he held their hands and slowly he started walking but then he said ah papa the the floor is so hot the road is so hot uh, my legs are burning papa my legs are burning raja harishchandra said don't worry my son i'll carry you and he lifted little rohit up in his arms and shevya and raja harishchandra without anything to wear on their feet walked on that steaming ground they had blisters on their feet and you know the thorns had pierced them also children but they did not utter a word they did not feel sad they did not say anything bad about the sage they kept walking and walking and walking shevya's legs started bleeding they were thirsty and hungry and it was very very dark and night had come they found a little hut they thought we'll sleep here tonight and we'll see what to do tomorrow when they went into the hut it was all dirty the king and queen who used to sleep on beds made of gold covered with velvet and the finest of cotton slept on the floor with straws on it but what they did is they carried rohit because he was so small how would he sleep on such a hard surface they tried to make rohit as comfortable as possible but look at it see what happened it started raining there was thunder the sound of lightning and suddenly the ceiling of the tattered hut started dripping it was as if they were sitting in rain and rohit got all wet so did raja harishchandra and shevya rohit started feeling cold he said papa it's so cold i'm shivering and i'm very very hungry and i'm feeling all wet papa papa and saying this he fell asleep next day morning they got up and they went around looking for food they ate a little bit of fruits from the jungle but they needed rice they needed some chapati some vegetables to eat when they went out the king and the queen went around they had to beg for food they begged for food and they ate and one day they came to the temple and the beautiful yummy food was being served but by the time they reached the food almost got over they got a bowl of kheer you know for rohit so raja harishchandra and shevya the mother said it's okay at least our son will eat kheer he loves kheer in the palace we used to make so many yummy food so many things for him like jalebis and kheer and ice creams our son has hardly eaten for the past 3 days so they were about to give him the kheer when suddenly a bird came and took the kheer away but rohit was about to cry but he did not he did not want his parents to feel sad he said it's okay papa as it is i did not want kheer i am full tears came down raja harishchandra's eye and he started looking for work and but nobody was giving him any work he tried hard to get a job but he could not get a job and it was almost one week you remember the promise children after one week what does raja harishchandra have to give 100 gold coins oh where would he get the 100 gold coins from and he was almost 
what the verge of breaking he said shavya don't worry whatever happens i will face it alone when guru vishwamitra comes i will tell him i failed i can't give you 100 gold coins i am sorry it's not there it's not their fault and he said it's okay uh, it's okay if i break my word let me be punished and shavya was looking she was after all a mighty queen she said raja harishchandra look at the way you are talking you are a raghuvanshi you are from the suryavansh dynasty you never break your words what how can you talk like a helpless person we can still make 100 gold coins how let's go to the center of the town there i will stand and rohit you keep rohit and i will be sold as a maid i will work in somebody's house as a slave go ahead no yes we will do it we'll never break our word raja harishchandra looked at shavya the strength in her voice gave raja harishchandra some strength also they went and he said she will be sold as a maid who wants to buy her can you imagine the queen of the earth being sold as a maid time can do anything time is victorious and ultimately she was sold for 50 gold coins and when the person was taking her away rohit started crying mother mummy please don't take my mummy i can't live without my mummy mummy please where are you going mummy and chevia said it's okay you stay with your father but then the person who had bought chevia as the maid said okay i'll pay another 20 gold coins for this little boy he can help you in the household chores come Raja Harishchandra looked. Just imagine, his wife was sold as a maid. His son, the prince of the world, was sold as a maid, as a servant. He stood there quietly. He never knew whether they would meet again or not. And then came Guru Vashisht. Sorry, Guru Vishwamitra. And he said, "I have only seventy gold coins as of now, Guru Vishwamitra. But just wait for five minutes." he went in the center he said i am ready to be sold i am a very sturdy person very healthy i know a lot of things i can do i can help you in all your chores somebody please buy me for 30 gold coins and i promise i will try to keep myself as healthy as possible live as long as possible and serve you as your slave for the rest of my life please somebody buy me there from the back came a very hideous looking man he had a rotten arm and a dirty shawl and he came with a stick and said okay i'll buy you for 30 gold coins and then you will become my slave for the rest of my life come 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 raja harishchand joined his hands and he took the 30 gold coins and he gave it to vishwamitra he said here sir guru this is your dakshina 100 gold coins i have kept my word guru vishwamitra was moved he could not believe that such people exist he could go to such an extent to keep his word wow 
Amazing, he thought in his mind. And there went the king of the worlds walking behind as a slave. He was taken to the cremation ground and said, From now on, your job is to do the cremation of whoever comes. And what you have to do is take one bag of rice, one white cloth and one gold coin. From that, one fourth of the rice is yours. The rest is all mine. 24 hours a day, you have to be here. Listen, you. Yes, yes, I will listen. I will do as you tell me, said Raja Harishchandra. He was not a Raja anymore. And doing this, days went by, months went by. He also forgot what he was. He forgot his very existence. But he would do his work diligently. Every time somebody came for cremation, he would do the cremation properly, take whatever was supposed to be given for their master and take care of the cremation ground. There was the satisfaction in his heart that he was doing the best he could. Years went by and after a while, from a distance came a lady. She was crying. She was weeping. She was frail. She was with white hair, looking very old. And her skin was all wrinkled. She said, oh, please help me. So my son Rohit was bitten by a snake and, and he's no more. Can you please, please do the final rites, please? Raja Harishchandra looked at her and he recognized her. He said, you are my queen. What has happened to you? She used to be so beautiful and now she had just withered away. Oh my God, and my son, what happened to my son? What happened? A snake bit him. Our Rohit is no more. They both weeped. Said, can you please do the final riots, O king? I'm not a king anymore. I'm a slave. Can you please give me one white cloth, one gold coin and a bag of rice? But Shivya said, I have nothing. I, I, I have nothing. We have not eaten for days. I, I cannot give you anything. I can give you the white cloth. I can give you the cloth from my sari if you want. But I don't have anything else. And she was about to tear her sari and give a piece of cloth. When he said, but listen, I can give away one fourth bag of rice. But beyond that, the three fourth bag of rice is for my master and is the gold coin. If you don't have it, I cannot do the needful. But I am your wife. I know, but I am a slave and I never break my word. Shevya, you told me that we are not supposed to break our word. She said, okay, so be it. And because she was so divine, she created a fire for her and her son. She said, okay, I'll walk into it. And she walked into the fire. Raja Harishchandra looked at her, but she was gone. Rohit was gone. Raja Harishchandra also wanted to enter, but he remembered that he was bound by his word. He was the slave and he had promised that he'll work and he'll try to make his life as long as possible to serve his master. He stopped. His eyes were blank. Tears were flowing down his eyes, but he did not complain or curse. He just looked on. And when he turned, suddenly somebody touched his shoulder and when he looked, it was Guru Vishwamitra. He said, oh, Guru Vishwamitra. He touched his feet. Can you imagine? 
because of guru vishwamitra this king lost his kingdom lost his son lost his wife was a slave they suffered so much yet there was no anger or hatred even now he was respectful he touched his feet and said guru vishwamitra do i owe you something else i don't have much tell me what can i do for you vishwamitra said oh dear king the test is over i give you back everything that belonged to you i was just testing you i was testing your master indeed because i wanted to see how great a rishi a maharishi vashisht is and looking at you a master who has a student like you is the greatest of the great your test is over and i give you back everything that belonged to you your kingdom your cattle your riches your treasury everything is yours o king go back to your kingdom and serve raja harishchandra said what is the use my wife and my son are no more and i am a slave i do not want the kingdom oh no they are there turn back when he turned back what did he see rohit came running to his father and shivya was smiling they were all looking as fresh and as nice as possible as healthy as possible again because vishwamitra had given them the boon to become as they were and rohit come came and hugged his father say papa let's go home papa we got our palace back now we won't have to be hungry anymore papa i want to go and play with my toys papa let's go home harishchandra was quiet he said i can't go home my dear son you go home with your mother and take care of our citizens and the kingdom i am still a safe slave and hence i have to stay here and serve my master but when raja harishchandra was saying this from behind came that hideous looking person who was not looking hideous anymore because he had turned into one of the gods and he said it's okay i had changed myself to look like this and you served me well you kept your words raja harishchandra there is nobody in this universe who's as truthful as kind as generous as you are you are the most generous person i free you from the slavery it was yam the god of death who freed him from the slavery and he said not only can you go back you are the king again but see indra got the chariot from the heaven he said you shivya and rohit can go to heaven with your own very bodies and stay there forever now raja harishchandra was again quiet so indra asked are you happy trishanku wanted to go to heaven with his body i did not allow him but you are allowed to he said no i do not want to go to heaven with my body i know there are a lot of good deeds that i have now but i want to distribute all these good deeds to all my citizens all the people of this world may my good deeds be distributed among them may they have lots and lots and lots of good deeds and i will go back to my palace and serve them as a king i have a duty towards them i can't abandon them and go to the heavens i do not want to go thank you indra for being so kind and generous thank you yamdev thank you vishwamitra guru thank you everybody 
Vishwamitra said, you have passed the test. The world will remember you as Satyavadi Harishchandra Raja. Satyavadi Harishchandra for the rest of eternity. There was never one like you. There will never be one like you. All three of them touched the feet of Vishwamitra and went back to their palace. Now, dear children, tell me the moral of the story. This story is a story that really touches my heart. I wonder, can there actually be somebody like Haraja Harishchandra? The biggest moral is how you hold on to your word. We have to think before we speak and if we have already spoken, if we have already promised, we should keep our promise. But this is one of the biggest moral, but not the only one. From Shevya we can learn. From Rohit we can learn. From Vishwamitra also we can learn. And how they behaved with their citizens and their people, we can learn. And how he shared his good deeds with everybody. He was not only generous with material things like gold and clothes. He was also generous with all his good deeds. All his punya he was willing to give and still serve everybody. He was still humble. Now put on your thinking caps. Listen to the story again if need be and tell me the deepest and the sweetest of morals that you can think about. Will you do that? Very good. Now close your eyes, join your hands and thank God for giving us everything. God, you have been kind. We have not been tested like Rohit. We have not been tested like Raja Harishchandra. We have never had to go hungry to bed. We have always had so much food. You have been so kind, God. Make sure that my heart is kind and I am able to help everybody. With this thought in your mind, Sing with me, children. Om Namo Bhagwate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagwate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagwate Vasudevaya. 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 Hari Om, Bita. Hari Om.